wings, listen up. Today's run is vitally important to our cause. Set your frequencies to Dice Time, a Star Wars Legion podcast and part of the Legion Academy Collective. Your lead wing captain today will be Ben Gedron, and your support ship leader will be Paul Watson. Let's show them what we're made of, Rebels. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dice Time. I'm Ben Jetron. I'm Paul Watson. And I'm currently out of candy in my bucket. And nobody's nobody seems to be giving trick or treat. No, it's, it's it, nobody. It's nobody's a, giving me any candy, Paul. And I don't know what it is. I wore a costume. I have a bucket. It's over. It's over. What do you mean? You're too late. It's not too late, is it? Yes, we're moving on to the next season, Ben. Ah. Uh. But how late am I? Weeks. Weeks, Weeks. late. <laughs> oh. Oh well. All right. Maybe well, next oh. year. Oh well, here's some gum on the road. I might just maybe I'll just have some of this. That's a little. I'll I'll warm it up first. Well, today we've got a uh, lots of good stuff to talk about. Um, we're going to deep dive into a brand new game that AMG has dropped, which was specifically the reason that we delayed because we had insider information and knew that that announcement was going to happen and wanted to talk. I'm just kidding. I wish I could claim that. Uh, but we have, so we have, uh, we have a new AMG released game that we can talk about. Uh, but first Paul, uh, seeing as none of the people on this planet seem to understand the concept, I was thinking maybe you and I could talk charity. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just toss this bucket to the side here and just <laughs> forget about it. So, Paul, charity events. I hear that you've done one. Yeah, it's something that I really like in my area. My uh, local game store, other games have been doing it for a while. And so I I tried my hand. It was not a Star Wars one. Um, it was uh, a Lord of the Rings one. Um but um, we've run them at our store for Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Warhammer guys run them. And these usually happen every year around this time, around mm-hmm. that like, you know, fall, Thanksgiving, holiday time frame. And we usually have a variety of, of things. Um, we usually we have a local food bank that comes in and brings some barrels that we can fill up with with food items and i guess i just kind of start there um instead of your normal like buy-in for a tournament we do food items so instead of paying your like five dollar buy-in bring five dollars worth of you know canned goods or perishable food items um so you do that um it's it's something that like a lot of people really enjoy coming, you know, obviously the, with charity events, it takes a little bit of the pressure off as far as like the competitive nature, or you can, I mean, I guess you don't have to, um, but that's what we tend to do in ours, you know, put the focus on, on giving back a little bit and, and people usually seem to enjoy that a lot. And, um, gets a lot of people out that might not normally come to the events, as well so got to see some faces that like haven't seen in a while that's pretty typical like it's one of the events that i will try to go play other games even though i don't play them a lot or super competitively 
because then I know because of the nature. Yeah, because of the nature of it, because of I know that my entry fee is going to something good, even though I'm going to get stomped on <laughs> all my games because I don't <laughs> play the game. Um, you know, it just it just adds that little extra that I really enjoy. And so um, every TO that's at the store uh, for us has their own little things that they do. But our community is also really good. I find that if you're, you know, if you're trying to run a charity event, you could do something like food pantries. You could do just, uh, you know, monetary donations could go to, uh, you know, a charity of your choice. You could do even like Christmas is coming up, right? Like you could do a charity event that, you know, you get toys for kids, you know, underprivileged kids or, you know, kids, mm-hmm. that, you know, families that are having a hard time or things like that. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be around the holidays. I just know this is a time where people are, you know, right. uh, more in the spirit of giving, but you could do this at any time. Um, Cause there's always people in need for sure. And so it's something that I, like I said, I always like doing, I like running the events. I feel, I find that everyone kind of comes out of the woodwork to help out. Um, I've asked local guys who have like 3d printers or have little like their own little like web stores where they do you know 3d printing or painting Mm -hmm. or things like that and i have not had any issue getting like donations from them i usually will take like a business card or something if they're not coming to the event and take like a stack of business cards and put them there and i'll you know do a little advertise for them like hey this prize was donated by you know such and such and they have this cool web store go check them out here's a card like you know that kind of thing yeah so they get a little bit back too but they also i mean i had tons of stuff um i i printed out some stuff myself which was you know, fairly cheap, um, you know, 3d printing nowadays, you can do a whole lot of stuff. We had like a dice tower. We had, um, a couple guys print out some like resin models and we did, you know, just like a big raffle. You don't have to do a raffle. You could, ju- you could do all kinds of stuff. However you want to do it, you can kind of set it up. Um, I, I did on purpose to make my event even more, geared towards giving and less geared towards competitive nature. Um, I Mm. let people buy re-rolls at the beginning of the day. And so if they donated, (laughs) if they donated $20, they would get 20 re-rolls for the entire day. Oh, Um, that's fun. Or or sorry, 20 re-rolls a game. It was a lot. 20 re-rolls a game for the entire day. Yeah. But it was, you paid your 20 bucks up front and that's what you got. And honestly, um, I had... I had 16 players at my event and I think 14 of them. Wow. Did the $20. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, everyone was very into it and, um, and it just made it fun, right? There were some people who blew all their rerolls in like the first turn of the game. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's other people who are just holding it for the end of the game, like waiting for that big moment where they really oh, needed something me. to happen. And, you know, there's a lot of fun. 20 stuff. rerolls is a lot, but I'd, but I'd still be like, yeah, I got to save it. <laughs> yeah. And, and for this game, it was, it was single dice rerolls. It wasn't like a whole like, oh, handful. Okay. So it wasn't, that's what I pictured. Actually. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't like big handfuls of dice. So yeah, this game is a little bit different. So okay. um, the, t- the 20 could go by really fast. Um, yeah. I was going to sure. say, I can, I'm imagining 20 single die rerolls in the 40 K and yeah, yeah, that would go, that would go pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so it, it was fun. Um, we also had, uh, I made at the last minute, I was like, you know what? I want to add something else. Cause I'm doing all these raffles for all these. I had like objective markers. I had a little terrain set. I had mm-hmm. a big dice tower. I had models printed out from multiple different people. Someone painted some of their models. Um, I had some just cool, like acrylic objective markers. Like I had all kinds of stuff. And so I just did this like raffle and everyone got tickets for coming and donating food for a raffle. I had people also that I did like a bounty board at the last minute. And so there were like fun things that you could do, whether it was something that was good happened to you in the game or something terrible happened to you in the game. There were some bounty like things that just like, you know, whoever, whoever did that first got some extra tickets to put in the raffle and stuff too. Nice. One of them was like a character dying from fall damage. And I will (laughs) tell you one of the games, one of the, one of the guys like got the fall damage, but then uh, another one of the bounties was the first person to have like it's essentially half of their army die. Well, this one of the one of the guys who was there, one of the kids, uh, what I was actually playing, I had to play with him because there was an odd mm-hmm. number of people who came. But I was playing with him, and he took his entire army up onto this wall, and he just jumped them all off of this wall <laughs> and killed them himself. So that way, the, he uh, get the extra tickets. <laughs> the what, what is it? The uh, the the Brendan Bourne school of bounty hunting. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I heard that he did a really good job with that. Um, yeah, he, when he went to an event, he didn't get every single one, but like everyone very decisively decided he like swept the bounty board. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I actually told that story on the podcast or not, but he like there was a Legion event we went to in Indy where he went specifically just to bounty hunt and he made a list, catered it exactly to as many bounties as he could accomplish and just set out. He was like, I'm just setting out to lose all three of my games and bounty hunt as much as possible. And he claimed like four or five of the bounties, I think, that were out of like maybe seven or ten or something. But he, he got the majority of them. <laughs> yeah, and I think those like those bounty boards are just another way for people to get like involved. And for this charity event, I had my own like set of bounty things that uh-huh. could happen throughout the day. But I also let people donate more money to put other bounties on there. Um, and oh. so like yeah, for instance, fun. Bob Swain, who uh, <laughs> we all, I mean, some people may know from this podcast early on, um, he was up at our event and someone put a bounty on both of his characters very early on in the day <laughs> um, to kill his like leader of his army and, <laughs> and then another hero in his army. And so That's there fun. was a couple of people like that who just, you know, it just added some fun and add some extra things to the game. Like, you know, if you're playing Legion, it's like, okay, someone put a bounty to kill my Luke Skywalker. You might not normally even kill Luke in a game. Sure. You might try a little harder knowing that there's a bounty. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, on him. So that was fun. Um, You could do all kinds of fun things to get people involved. And everyone had a really good time. There was some really good, um, you know, prize support from the community. Again, a lot of local guys donated a lot of things. Um, So I said I had... I had 15 players and then I was the 16th um, mm-hmm. that added to that. So I'm not, that's a good, a pretty good turnout. I was that's still a, missing yeah, a good quite turnout. a few people um, that I would normally expect to see or who were planning to come, but then had some stuff come up. That's pretty normal, you know, to any event. Sure. Um, 
but even with that amount, we donated, um, it was 197 food items and it was $296. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was huge. It was just so awesome to see everybody like come and have a good time and, you know, donate so much to, you know, to other people who are in need. And so, um, like I had a prize too for like the person who brought the most food items. Like, yes, you only have to bring $5 in, $5 worth in to get in. Mm-hmm. But whoever brings the most is going to have an extra like bonus. And so I, I 3D printed out some stuff and, and gave that to the person who. Um, 197 food items. Yeah. That's so just, no, that's no small, uh, that's the, that's no small feat. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> from fifth, from fifteen people. Like, yeah, from fifteen people. Yeah, that's the other thing. I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and again, that like almost three hundred dollars too is from fifteen people. Yeah. I that's so. It, it was just so awesome to see, and it's so awesome to see like the community come out and show support for mm-hmm. other people. And I will tell you, the the store itself had. I want to say it was four of those big like blue barrels uh like plastic barrels Mm -hmm. that um were just full of food and that's from our event plus like some of the other events like the warhammer events and stuff that went on and it was just awesome for them to you know be able to come back and take all of those items back and and it's something that again my local store has they've made it a regular thing that the tos just do it um, it's not something that's forced on us or anything, but everyone, mm-hmm. I think all the TOs, we kind of have this just like agreement that it's just a really good thing to do. And it's it's always a lot of fun. Everyone really enjoys it. And it's just something different. So if you're, you know, you're ever in a, you know, you're thinking about running an event maybe, or maybe you are running events and you're just like, oh man, it's just like the same competitive grind over and over and over again. You just need something to change it up. Think about it. Think about doing a charity. And again, it doesn't have to be around the holidays. It could be any time. I mean, and I, we donated all of our stuff to a food bank this time, but we've also talked about, you know, there's homeless shelters, there's, mm-hmm. you know, um, support for veterans out there um, in multiple different forms. There's all kinds of avenues that you can utilize to um, find a good cause like maybe that your your group is passionate about um, and and donate towards towards them and so I would encourage anybody who um, it, even if you're thinking about running an event even if it's going to be your first one try to do a charity one and see like I think that you'll you'll get some some good turnout and some some people who are willing to again come out donate some money, donate some of their time, have a good time rolling dice and, and, you know, playing games, but then also giving back to the people around them. Yeah. I I was going to say, I think uh, you may even bring out some people who want to, you know, who've been meaning to learn the game and they may just come out, you know, just because it's a charity event and then, you know, maybe learn from there. Um, The other thing that I would, that I was thinking about when you were saying, when you were talking about it was like, if you needed to like set something up or you needed to collaborate with those people, 
you know, you, yeah, you will be surprised with, you know, how well, like if you, if you plan stuff normally and you're like, oh man, you know, it's so hard to get these people to do this or I to organize this, that, and the other I've found, and it's, and it's a nice comforting fact for me, for humanity that, you know, when it's related to charity or some kind of donation to those in need, people really do just come out of the woodwork to help you. They really you know, do. If you if you if you if you set it up like we were just doing a, uh, or we weren't, but uh, one of the communities that I live near, um, recently did a like a community kind of Thanksgiving style uh dinner, that was just like, reached out to all these you know local businesses and local churches and we're just like hey we're just gonna do this like big dinner downtown like out on the street for like anybody to just come and have. And the guy who was organizing it said that he had like, he, everybody that he reached out to like met his expectations of like donations and like what to bring and exceeded them. And then did like so much more than what he asked for to get that event together. And so when you were talking about, you know, like, oh, you know, I never have any problems getting anything, like, from anybody, like, trying to set this event up. Like, yeah, like, it's a comforting fact to know that, like, when you're setting up a charity event or or something just for those in need, like, the best in humanity really does come out. Oh, definitely. It It was one of those things where everyone wanted to, like you talked about, everyone was like very ambitious about like, Oh, I could do this and this and this and this and this. And so we had to kind of like figure out, okay, like, can I have you do just these few things? Can I have you just do (laughs) these few things? Cause everyone wants to just jump in and do all of it. Yeah. It's it's great. Um, Everybody's always willing to help out. And, you know, I had people bring tables of terrain just for like, I didn't necessarily need it. My store has plenty of terrain that I could have made tables with, Mm -hmm. but Again, everyone was was super uh, quick to jump on and be like, "Oh yeah, I want to do something. Like, what can I bring? Like, what can I do?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and I would definitely encourage people like get you know give yourself a little time to plan it. I will say, compared to a normal event, I usually run events at my store monthly, and I mm-hmm. can usually throw together an event pretty quick and just like, okay, we're gonna do this points level. Here's gonna be like what kind of we're doing whatever um but like a charity event does take a little bit more planning just if you are going to get some donations from other people and you know you're going to think through like some a bounty board things or you know those kinds of of event details that Mm -hmm. might take a little bit longer um so i would keep that in mind don't try to like oh we're gonna do a charity event this weekend (laughs) um give yourself a little time because again people want to help and if you give them a little time you'll i think you'll be surprised like how how much people want to contribute yeah i was gonna say yeah give people a little bit of time so that they can prepare for that kind of thing Uh, There's a lot of events that you can't just spring on somebody at the last minute. (laughs) Yeah, and especially if you want, you know, I mean, you could, I suppose, but it'd be better. It'd be, yeah, I was gonna say it'd be better for turnout and donations and everything if you give people the time. Yeah, like I had, um, I had people from different states coming to my event. Wow. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I had, I think, uh, I was gonna have someone from Chicago, but they, a couple people from Chicago weren't able to make it. But mm. so I had people from Indiana, multiple different cities in Indiana. I had people from Michigan and I had people from Ohio. Like all That's awesome. Them. So, yeah, it was, you know, you give people enough time, you give them enough heads up. 
like they will they will come <laughs> yeah like any tips or any other tips or anything you have for uh you know running your own charity event paul um i think again just we've talked about this already but people are willing to help you it can yeah. be it can be daunting too when you have all this stuff going on. It's okay to reach out to someone who's like, "Hey, I, I want to help. I want to do something." Be like, "Hey, could you um, help me talk to a couple people about getting, you know, donations or something?" Like, you don't have to do all of it on your own. You know, get some help from some of those people who are willing to step up or are really passionate about it um, that are in your community. Because again, there are people out there too that will be happy to help you. Yeah, and if you can get people like the 40K community to do charitable events, then I think anybody can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that was that was a low blow. I own it, Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> it, like I said, my my store does all kinds of different charity events with different you know game systems, and they always awesome. they always seem to have a really good turnout, and it's really it's really good to see. Um, it's inspiring when you when you go and you see other games, you know, doing them too, or hearing hearing about the charity events. And um, I, again, I would definitely encourage people to to set one up, even if you're doing normal events. Like try a charity event once and just see how you like it. I will tell you, at least from my experience, that I feel so much more gratification from running the charity event than running a really well run competitive event. Yeah, I can imagine. Even if everything didn't go as smooth as you might hope during the charity event. Like, mm -hmm. I would rather run a charity <laughs> event that doesn't go all that well, um, you know, as far as, like, logistics, than a competitive one that goes off, yeah, perfectly. I, yeah. It just, it, it feels so good at the end of it. Everyone, everyone had smiles on their face. Everyone had a good time. Everyone was telling me they couldn't wait to come back for the next one. And, it, you know, so... It was really good. I would encourage people to try it for sure. That's really awesome. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I should probably get something like that set up for the next. I was I was going to say the next month, but I don't know if we're meeting the next month at our store because it, like the day that we would go falls like really close to like holiday travel for everybody. So yeah. they're probably not doing something next month, which that's fine. Well, maybe we'll do it like the month after or something like that. That'd be, that'd be a fun thing to set up. I'll talk to, I'll talk to my store, my store owner about that. Yeah, for sure. And I did mine early. Like it was, you know, based around like holiday stuff, but I had to do mine in October because my normal weekend that I run events um, is later in the month is my mm -hmm. regularly scheduled weekend. And yeah. so obviously, right. I'm running into holidays. So keep that in mind too. I know you might want to do it around like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas, but keep in mind that other people might be traveling too. So it's okay to do an event, a charity event, not, <laughs> you know, so close to the holidays. True. Um, and again, like places like food banks, they always need food. It's not just around the holidays. So. Oh yeah. Can confirm. I like that, that little pun that you threw in there. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, that's enough. <laughs> uh, well, it looks like you gathered a small little crowd here. And uh, I, that bucket I threw to the side, it looks like some people have put some money in here. So um, maybe we'll donate that. Let's do it. So aside from this, 
we also you also had another uh well you have a new event that's going to be coming up at your uh, store it's not a charity event but it is another event idea if you're looking to do something uh for your store yeah um so how is so is, is this can we officially go ahead and call it an escalation league yeah i think so yeah um this one will be interesting to see, just kind of like how it goes. Um, I just got word recently we're doing a, a Legion League um, that I jumped in and I'm going to play in. And we're starting at 500 points. And I think we're going to play for, it would be four weeks. Um, and so far, what what I know of it is that every week we're going to add 100 points. So we're starting at 500 at the skirmish mm-hmm. level. And then we're going to add 100 points every week. And you just, uh, you know, we're going to play like random people. It doesn't necessarily matter about your wins or losses or things like that. But you, the leagues that um, have been happening at, in my local community are more focused, not necessarily, again, on winning, but on the community, right? Getting people mm-hmm. into the game, getting people who maybe like have the game um, and want to learn a little bit more, want to get some, you know, reps in this, they can have like a scheduled person that they're going to, you know, meet up with and play a game. And it's more based on getting out and playing your game than winning your game. You still get, I think it's like one point for winning your game, but you get three points for just playing your game. Oh, that's cool. Um, So, and then you get like, you know, like a point for having your army painted. So like encouraging, you know, some hobbying in there too. Yeah. And then usually at the end of our leagues and they do these at our store for different, this is the first Legion one that we're running like this, but they run for like 40 K does one, uh, age of Sigmar just finished one. Um, so now we're doing a Legion one, um, I think I'm going to probably do a Lord of the Rings one coming up in the new year, um, kind of like this. So, again, encouraging people just to get out and play games more so than necessarily the competitive nature. But then at the end of your however many weeks you're doing it for, we usually also have like a little tournament of the league. And lots of times, depending on your turnout, what our leagues will do as well is they'll have for the tournament – they will have like a when you sign up for the league, you sign up as either like a, a novice player or an expert player. And they try to pair you during the league. If you're a newer player, they pair you with someone who, you know, knows the game really well. So that way they can help teach you and, and go through the games if you need that help. Um, and then at the end, though, when you have the, the tournament at the end, they split up into two different brackets. So all the expert players play each other, and then all the novice players then oh, play okay. each other. And That's so, a neat system. Yeah, there's two different, you know, so when you're going to the tournament, it's like, okay, what have you learned over the past four, five, six weeks, whatever it is, and, you know, see how you, you fare against the other new players. But when you showed up the first week and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm a new player. I've never played, you know, like a 40k before or a Star it. Wars Legion before. Like, I kind of know the rules because I've read through the rule book or I've watched some videos, whatever. But I, I haven't really played a bunch. So hopefully this, you know, person can help me. And everyone's been, you know, again, the focus is very much the community and getting people involved and out playing. And so um, it's good to have that Jedi Master with you when you first start, and then yeah. <laughs> and then go wail on the pad the other Padawans once once you've once you've learned. Yeah, and it, it just um, it it has added a lot to, you know.
know the community and doing those things and getting people back involved the legion in our store has had i would say a little bit of a slump in the recent past but we have i want to say it's 14 people signed up for this league um so again pretty pretty good turnout for the league and i'm excited to see you know there's some people that i haven't seen at all um in our community that are coming out to play and there's some people that i haven't seen in a while that are coming back out and playing nice. so it'll it'll be good and i i like that atmosphere too of like a league because it's getting people out every week or two however you want to schedule them you can do whatever um ours are typically once a week um, i know some places will do like once every two weeks just to give people extra time because you know life gets life. in the way sometimes uh, of our little toy soldiers which are super important right <laughs> um so life finds a way to get in the way yeah so yeah um i I was going to play my game yesterday, but my opponent was not feeling well. So oh. I don't have a report out on my game, unfortunately. But Shame. next, next time, That's I'll right. probably be able to talk about most of the games and how they went. So, That's true. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited how was to get the, uh, How was the whole, or how's your uh, list? Um, I'm, I'm going back and forth. I don't know what I want to run. <laughs> but my... Um, the list that I had created for yesterday, which is probably what I'll just stick with because um, I want to play with some stuff that it's been a while since I've gotten to the table. Everything's um, rusty. Yeah. So I was going to play some rebels. Um, I haven't played, I, I honestly have only played um, Han before he got changed. Oh, Buddy. And so yeah, I really want to get Han to the table again. So you I was will gonna, love him. Yeah, at skirmish, I was gonna run a Han and a Chewie, and then I had a um, Rebel Trooper unit uh, with Z6, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and then I had a, a Fleet Trooper unit because I have my little SWAT team unit that sounds, I created. I think oh, I yeah, talked that's about a while back. Sounds um, dangerously close to. The hot and chewy list I run, but continue. Uh, so fleet trooper unit with the scatter gun, the extra uh -huh. body, and I believe I put in impact grenades just in case because I don't have a whole lot of like anti armor sure. capabilities uh, in the list. Um, and then of course a bus um, to put that SWAT team in. Uh, really, I shouldn't say bus. I just say my like armored personnel carrier. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I usually put that fleet trooper squad in to jump out and unload. Um, and the bus has, uh, I think quad laser cannon, the gonk and Oh, uh, the tactician, of course, cause that's a, still a super powerful upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was just a little, I think a little five activation, um, list, but that's awesome. Have some, have some fun with it. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds very fun. I've I've had people tell me that they've had trouble with the AA-5 on the skirmish board because it's too small. Yeah. Or it's too small for the too big of a car, but, you know, give it a shot. Try it. Yeah, it, it does have a big base, right? It's going to be difficult. The other, the other list I was thinking was kind of like, oh, the equivalent, but for clones and doing a, a lat with a 
shotgun phase one. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, trooper in the lat, and then a couple of bark speeders, and then just like another clone trooper and a, I think a clone commander. Yeah, so, that sounds that sounds like a used skirmish list. Yeah, all that, like all that I, armor. Just, just, some, <laughs> just some fun stuff. Um, and I it'll be interesting. Um, as we go, because there's so much stuff I want to get to the table. Like I haven't played, I haven't had the chance to play, um, the like new Wookiee Chieftain yet, and I want to oh, get yeah. to the table at some point. Um, obviously we got our relatively new releases and the IGs and and Mando out. That I just got mine be, painted up. Yeah, I did. That's one of the reasons I didn't have them like run them this time because I haven't put mine together yet um, and, and painted them and all of that. So I need to do that so I can get them to the table as well. So yeah, I'm I'm interested. Maybe getting some droids to the table because I haven't played droids in a long time and I got all these new. Like I haven't. You played, have enough. I haven't played. Oh yeah, I have tons of droids, but I just haven't ever like played them. Got all the spider that's droids right. and. That's my main problem. Is I don't have them <laughs> i have uh i have like almost enough to run a skirmish force of droids i think yeah i just, just separatist is the faction that i specifically didn't buy that much of it and then at one point i was like oh yeah i'm gonna go in on this specific separatist list because i love cad bane and i want to play cad bane and then they made cad bane empire and i was like all right see ya <laughs> And your one selling point is gone. Goodbye, Separatists. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the other thing too is I haven't um I haven't gotten the new you know pikes and and yeah. all of them. So I have They're worth the they're worth the fun they're worth the fun go if you if you give them a chance. Yeah, they are ones that I don't own yet, but you know, I'm probably going to get them at some point with, you know, their Mandalorians and all of that. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just going to be a cool box, too. And um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. I mean, there's always that's my problem with Legion is I want to try so many different lists and so many different. Oh, sure. Like, things there's only that, so many hours in the day and so many days in the week. Yeah. And it's it's hard to get all of them to the table. I mean, I also still want to go back and put some more fluttercrafts on the table because i enjoyed the first time i played with those oh yeah and haven't played them for a while yet so <laughs> yeah there's all kinds of stuff that it is it, that's what's that's what's cool about uh i guess legion about our games right is like you could just play so many different iterations even if you only own one faction right you could you can make so many different combinations and different oh, yeah. things to, to try out and play and have fun with. You know, you can go armor heavy, you can go trooper heavy, you, you know, you can go hero heavy. It, you could do whatever you want. Um, and I think leagues are, that's where my, my brain kind of like gets overload is during leagues. So I was like, I can do anything because it's not <laughs> a like super crazy tournament where I have to like, where I don't feel like I need to be worried about winning the game. Like right. I, I could take an 800.6 activation list if I wanted to, because it's a league game and who cares? Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, just having fun with it. So that's that's the one thing I do like about leagues too, is it takes a little bit of that pressure off that I feel like a lot of people I'm talking about myself for one, like gets into it's like, oh, I want to take this fun list, but it's like, well, but I also want to win. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how can I make my how fun? How can I have thing? both of that? Yes. How can I yeah. do both of these things? And with the league, I just don't feel the pressure. It's like 
you know, is Han and Chewie, are they going to stand up to, you know, a huge Wookiee list or Mando and IGs? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm going to run them and have a good time with it. So. And that's the good vibes you should always bring to the table. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's something that I think we all should strive for all the time, right? Um, but I know it's it's difficult sometimes. So getting into getting into leagues and things like that can definitely be helpful for that kind of mindset to get you in a mindset of more. I'm going to run what I want to run because it's going to be fun, thematic, whatever it might be. You know, whatever your cup of tea is for that um, and not feel as much of that pressure to... I have to go all the way. <laughs> right. Totally. Well, Paul, as it would turn out, I've got an alert on my phone or uh, data pad here that um, that says that uh, the Legion community is now falling apart into absolute chaos. And that is That's... because AMG has announced a new product. Not related to Legion at all, called Star Wars Shatterpoint. So now this is the shatter point of the Legion community, apparently. So it sounds like the. I was <laughs> going to say it's been very divisive these past couple days, or decisive. No divisive divide. Editor, <laughs> editor, cut all that out. Uh, <laughs> it's been very, it's been very split uh, in the Legion community. You know, there's a lot of people who are excited for this announcement, and there's a lot of people who. Uh, have a bunch of salt in their mouth, uh, some reasonably and some in- unreasonably, uh, about this announcement. So, yeah. Shatterpoint, uh, in case you have not heard, is AMG's newest product that they've unveiled, and it uh, they showed it off in a small little teaser trailer uh, as of time of recording this week, a couple days ago. And the idea behind it is it's basically... Star Wars Marvel Crisis Protocol. It is a skirmish-based game that is uh, set to, I believe, the same scale or similar scale to Marvel Crisis Protocol because the bases that those characters in the trailer were on were um, very similar to that of the uh, look of the Marvel Crisis bases. Uh, So I'm guessing it's about the same scale as that. And it's so it's a... Like fewer model count skirmish game for Star Wars. Yeah, I, I, I because I haven't seen the gameplay, I don't know how to describe it any better than that. Um, now there were a lot of questions that people had that most of which got, some of which got answered. I won't say most, but some of which got answered. Um, for first and foremost, it is not just a Star Wars skin on Marvel Crisis Protocol, so it is not just. I mean. Maybe overall it is, but not literally. Uh, It's not going to have the exact same mechanics as Marvel Crisis Protocol, which honestly I was a little disappointed in. But uh, I understand, you know, don't just reskin your game, I guess. So good. Good on them for that. But also bad on them for that. I wish (laughs) I wish I wish I could have made Darth Vader fight Captain America or something cool. I want it. I'm still going to find a way to do it, probably. But, um, you know, there was that, you know, people were also asking if it's the same scale as Legion, which it very much, and I didn't get that, I I, I got the vibe from the video that, no, I don't think it's going to be the same scale at all. So, uh, I think it's going to be a little bigger, a little bigger than uh, Legion models, kind of like how Marvel Crisis Protocol is. 
weird that we can keep coming back to that and using that as a point of reference. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it looks like it's gonna. You know, they've they've left little comments here and there uh, about the game, about its development, about what it's gonna be like, when we're gonna see it. Um. So there's just a lot uh, floating around right now. I'd say a lot of the chaos that I was talking about is coming from people were not people were thinking that, you know, you're releasing a new game now. You know, this is a smaller company. This isn't Games Workshop where they have like a million games and a million employees doing a million different projects. This is uh, this is, you know, a much smaller I don't want to say a small company, but a much smaller group than that. And they've, before this announcement, had, what, like five games under their belt? Four of which they just inherited, like, less than two years ago? Yeah. So, or three three games, four under their belt? Something like that. Um, yeah, so I think, I think, so Shatterpoint is their fifth game, I want to say. I could be wrong. But... But, uh, Paul, you know, you were telling me, you know, that they said that this game had been in development since before the merger happened. Yeah, so I went back and re-looked at that because I wanted to wrap my head around it as well as people have been talking about it. And I went back and watched their video again right away at the beginning of their video. And again, I am taking what they're saying, you know, as truth, um, because obviously I wasn't there developing the game or you know being a part of that but i didn't think you were but now i'm suspicious (laughs) (laughs) but at the beginning they beginning of that video it's in the first 30 seconds they say that they have that this game that they are excited to announce that they've been working on this has been in the works for uh like two and a half to three years so when they got all of the games from ffg over in their department it was 2020 or at least that's when the like announcement or whatever was i believe um like november 2020 so that was two years ago so they had been already working on this previous to that it would seem if that all is lining up correctly um so it's interesting like i know that a lot of people are worried about what does that mean for the other games like a lot of there's a lot of Armada players like I like Armada too, and it was it was nice to see like some new stuff come out for Armada Armada and then it kind of died off there. And so they um, you know, there's that worry, right, that not only is like is Armada ever going to get any attention again or and or is that going to be the fate of Legion now? Like, oh, there's another Star Wars miniatures game. You know, that is, you know, I'm going to say boots on the ground, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. it's characters, it's troops, um, that kind of thing in a different scale. Is that just going to replace Legion? Like, I know that that's a lot of the fear, right? And there's so much unknown. Um, That's what's that's what's hard for me. And I can I can echo that for other people, too. It's just not knowing right. Not knowing what's going to happen. But I think the big thing is just not even knowing what the game's like. Yeah. Um, because if you're, I mean, if the game is going to be kind of like Marvel crisis protocol, which is what it kind of looks to be, the core set looks kind of similar on what like Marvel crisis protocol was. Um, 
the scale like you talked about seems similar if it's going to be like a marvel crisis protocol game here's the thing that's going to fit a completely different like niche than than star wars legion does does. yeah it's they're going to be completely different games it seems like shatterpoint is going to be a little more hero focused and so those people who want to run those four hero lists of you know like um han chewy leia luke (laughs) um you know maybe shatterpoint is gonna fit that role for them so they can play that but then when they want to play the troops and the vehicles and that kind of stuff we're going to come back to legion right because that yeah it appears as though shatterpoint is not going to have any vehicles or anything like that it's going to be it's going to be clearly focused or center focus on the heroes the big heroes um and maybe some troops here and there but that's not the focal point it almost kind of reminded me of it too and i know i mentioned this to you earlier is it kind of reminded me of if anybody played or has seen the game uh star wars duels i believe it was called and i i think it came out in like the early 2000s i think that's what ben and i were kind of talking about um what we thought it might have come out um, the, the art made me think it came out in the 80s and then when i looked at the the late and then when i looked at like the card art and stuff in there i was like oh no this had to come out at least after 2002 <laughs> it, it's yeah it's a game that's been around for a while but it's one of those that um you had like your hero like if you brought obi-wan as your character that you were playing obi-wan would come with two of his clone troopers um, mm-hmm. And so the main focus of your little little tiny squad there was Obi-Wan, right? But he did some cool things and had some cool interactions with the clone troopers, and they could do some stuff too, but Obi-Wan's your center point. But then you also might be able to pick a team that was Han and Chewie, and that would be it. They wouldn't have any troops with them. It would just be the two of them, which would make sense thematically, right? Yeah. So I, I wonder if this game is going to be something more like that, right? Like you're going to get, um, you know... Obi-Wan, Anakin, Ahsoka, or whatever, that if you pick one of them, they come with a couple of troops, or maybe you pick them and you can pick a couple of troopers. Maybe it's where you can just pick whatever heroes, kind of like a Marvel Crisis Protocol, right? Like, if I want to take um, Obi-Wan and, like, four different, you know, named clone troopers, like, I could do that. Or I could take Obi-Wan and Anakin and Ahsoka, like, all in the same army if I wanted, or, you know, same little group if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, so, I... It'll be, again, we don't know anything about the gameplay or list building or anything like that. I mean, the the thing that we saw is we saw what appeared to be a couple of different, what I have seen from people online kind of speculating too, is it looks like maybe like four different factions i'm I'm saying factions but uh maybe using the crisis protocol terminology of like affiliations um in, in what they showed in the movie right like they they showed maul and some extras they showed some different jedi and their extras so who knows and that's the thing i think the unknown is what is killing people right now is we just have no idea yeah. right we yeah. have no idea what's going to come and what to expect from the game um but, but I, I what the one thing i wanted to touch on so since this has been in development for so long and pe- people were saying like you know when this trailer dropped they were like oh great now there's going to be less resources going to our favorite star wars games or whatever well here's the thing this game was in development for so long that 
those resources were probably already allocated. And if anything, resources probably came off of that game to have to pick up the slack with Legion, X-Wing, and Armada when they inherited those. Because that wasn't, like, I don't think that was their plan. Well, like, I think if, it, it may have been a point where if they knew that they were getting those three games, they might not have, like, started Shatterpoint in the first place. Well, I mean, they probably would. Because, like you said, it fills a different niche. And, obviously, they could have inherited those three games. And then they could have just canned Shatterpoint if they wanted to. Uh, yeah. But they didn't. But they chose not to. So that means that those resources were already there. I can say, I don't think that you're gonna get less support from your favorite Star Wars games than you already have, just because you know what the you could just because you know what Shatterpoint is now. If anything, I'd say you know where your resources are already allocated. You just know. You just know what the resources are getting allocated to already now. Like they were already there. You just didn't know where they were, where they were. Cause you know, it was, it was kept in the darkness, kept in secret. You didn't know this project was going on. Yeah. So I don't think, so yeah, I don't, I don't expect to see less support for Legion or X-Wing or Armada or anything just because Shatterpoint's been announced. I think those resources were already there. I think, I think Legion, X-Wing, and Armada took resources from Shatterpoint, probably, if anything. And that we're going to see, you know, a, a constant steady rate of what we've already been seeing. So. Um, and I think over the next couple yeah. of months, like, we're going to hear more about the game, right? And then it'll give us yeah. some information on what that's going to be like and where it's going to fit in with Legion. And I think that's the key thing. I think it's going to fit in with Legion, not... I think there's a way it could, yeah. ...take Legion away. It's just going to be another game that is alongside that people can choose to play. I mean, think of all the stuff that they've already announced for, um, for, for Legion. You know, like, we've seen pictures of Ewoks, and, you know... and. Oh yeah, there's a lot already in, that we know is coming out next year just for Legion alone. There's already a lot. Yep, Battle Forces, like more Battle Forces. Like I can't imagine they put out four Battle Forces and they're just going to be done, right? Like we're yeah, going to no. see more of those because people want to play those thematic ways as yeah. well. There's there's going to be continued Legion for sure. I yeah. don't there's so much that they haven't come out with. Like we will we will continue to see Legion for a while. Um, I just think this is going to be another avenue, like I said, for people to kind of scratch that itch if they want to play certain characters. And, like, I know for one, they said in the video, um, like, Mace Windu is one of those characters. Like, I want Mace Windu so bad in Legion, but you better believe <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be excited that he's in Chatterpoint. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, every, I was going to say the most salt everyone had was that uh, Shatterpoint is going to have uh, Republic Commandos before Legion does. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and it'll but hey, if you there. think about it, Shatterpoint's technically uh, they they've had that in the pipeline longer, so. Well, and and the <clears> thing <throat> is, is I think Legion's gonna get there, right? Legion's oh, I'm gonna sure eventually get clone commandos. Like, I was gonna say, have... I don't know how many more years it'll be. I can't imagine it would be the. If you asked me back when Clone Wars came out, if we would have commandos by 2022, by the end of 2022, I would have told you yes, uh, right. but we don't. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll get there. And I and honestly, it's going to be one of those things. I think there is going to be some fear 
of the unknown for a little while. Yeah. There's going to be some worry about what it's going to look like. Um, we, I feel first like the off, Legion, to, I feel like the Legion community is in this, uh, in that, in that toxic relationship stage where, you know, they're, the community is the type of guy who's or, or, or girl, whoever has been, has been burned before, uh, like in a huge way. And now they're just looking for any excuse out of their new partner to just, to just bail. <laughs> they're just looking for any reason to be like, Nope, this is over. Sky's falling. Game's over. Yeah. I, I'm just getting for, I'm just getting ready for it now. And I, there, there is an element, right, of protecting yourself too. Like, oh well, if it's gonna die, I'm gonna like try to start preparing myself now for that, rather yeah. than. It, and I, I get that, like as well. But at the same time, I guess I want to bring some attention to to this too. I don't know how many people like know of this, but um, there is a game that was out a long time ago called HeroScape. It, it has like a big cult following, and but it, it died after a while and the community loved it so much that it kept going. Like there were huge um, events at conventions and like Gen Con always had a big one. I, I never played it, but I know some people now that um, I've talked to that have, but their community came up with their own like rules and things like that for models and in the, in the 3d printing world, people were able to just like 3d print um, the models that they didn't have access to anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they weren't coming out. And I think that that went on so long. Heroscape is coming back out. They're making a whole new line of Heroscape now. That's such an and, awesome, that's inspirational. Yeah. That is so inspirational. it's like, even if Legion, even if Legion does take a back seat, there are people who, for one, love Star Wars enough and love the game enough that I could see the same thing happening. Even if, and again, this is a big if, if Legion were to ever die, I could see it continuing on in avenues like that where, yeah. uh, you know, a group of community members say, Hey, you know what? There's still a lot of stuff that hasn't come out that we want to see in this game. Um, we're going to, we're going to do it on our own. Yeah. Um, I think that's, I think that's a great, that's a great point to, to make. Th- these are still little star Wars toys, man. And we, <laughs> we all love them, right? Like that's why we're here <laughs> yep. and we love star Wars. We love playing with our little toy soldiers. <laughs> and, it's the um, reason you and I met. It is. And you know, it's, and and now it seems like maybe the smallest thing that's keeping us together. Oh. <laughs> like well, there's there's so much else other I get than my Legion, relationship right? with Paul now. <laughs> if if Legion dies, apparently so does our relationship. <laughs> no, um, Legion is the small string that's keeping us tied together and as no, soon as it's gone. If that's how that come it came across, it's not what I meant. I <laughs> I meant that no i know legion, like it, legion brought us together but like but it's, but it's if, if legion wasn't part. around we would still be right I, yeah I, I think i know what you meant it was <laughs> just like it seems like now it's just the small tiny thing that holds us together i was like well wait a minute <laughs> yeah um, no i didn't mean it like no that, no, 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 no it's definitely again <laughs> like it, there there are ways to keep the game going 
Yeah. Like just because it's gone, you know, and then there's people like me. I'm looking at right now. I'm just staring at my giant shelf of shame of Star Wars Legion. Like I have enough stuff in Star Wars Legion that I could probably run an eight person event with all of my models. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And so like even, you know, even if uh, the, the support, uh, you know, deteriorates a little bit there are still people who are going to keep things going. I've seen yep. multiple games, like I mentioned, Heroescape, and there's other ones too. Um, the Lord of the Rings game that I run events for at my local store too was one that, you know, 10 years ago was dead. And it has come back and has gotten support again. And yeah. it will, like, if games are out there enough and if they're good enough and people care about them enough, they will continue. Yeah, and I and so yeah, I'm I think it's yeah, and like you were saying earlier, I think it'll fill like a different niche for some people who wanted to do uh something different with Legion. Did you ever play uh you played the Battlefront the new Battlefront video game? Yes. Or did yeah. So the the new Battlefront 2 or Battlefront Yeah. Yeah, and the 2. Um sorry, I'm like wow, there's been like four battlefields, but there's only two at one time uh but the newest one had like you know the hero mode or whatever so like you had uh four players versus four players and it was just all heroes yeah and i wanted to do i wanted to figure out how you do that in legion and maybe there's a way to do it but now i think the easy answer is just to play shatterpoint, shatterpoint right yeah like i think that's now like that. the new easy answer is just to do that but I think that's a good example, right? Like when they yeah. when they had that game mode that didn't take away from Battlefront, that yeah, just made exactly. a different way of playing, um, you know, different like those heroes when you wanted to play hero version. Right. But that doesn't like take away I want to from... play Obi Wan, but I don't want to I don't want to swing it. And th- and this is you know what people kind of say in Legion sometimes too. You know, I want to play Obi Wan, but I don't want to like swing it. Uh, I, I don't want to like carve up four droids and then get shot to pieces by some random guy with a gun yeah or i don't want to play obi yeah go ahead yeah i was gonna say or i don't want to play obi-wan and then just get blasted off by a tank right yeah no it's like i I want to have obi-wan and then i want to duel darth maul like or i want to battle general grievous yeah right exactly it's like i want to i want to do a cool lightsaber fight with these heroes and that's another thing that i was saying that i was gonna say the I think when you play Legion and you wanted to play like these hero characters, but they don't always feel like hero characters to you because at the end of the day, you're playing like a, an army based game. Uh, And you, you really want to put the power of the characters character centric on the tabletop and make them play out. I think that's going to be a really good uh, game mode for you because the, yeah, how many times have you played Obi Wan and you or uh, or Anakin or someone, and you put them out on the table and then like they get shot to ribbons and you're like, well, this movie never happened or this episode of Clone Wars was very sad, uh, <laughs> and you're right. like, and and you're like, man, Obi Wan, the real Obi Wan would have killed all these droids and he would have, you know, cut the, the real Yoda would have cut this tank in half in one slice or whatever. And it's like, but in Legion, I can't do that. Right. Legion, my dice suck and I can't, but you know, yeah. So it's like, I think this game will be more, uh, you know, along the lines of what P 
people are wanting if they want to really feel, you know, the weight behind the characters like, you know, Boba Fett, for example. He's not in, he's not in Shatterpoint yet, but I, I mean, his dad is. And <laughs> you can, you know, you really want to feel like Boba Fett's this like he can go toe to toe with Jedi and, you know, just like blast through troops and stuff. You know, I think Shatterpoint might be the answer for the the hero centric lovers. One yeah, other, for sure. One other quick side point that they, I think it was in their release that they said, but they said that like the vibe they wanted to go for with this was like a Saturday morning cartoon, which I've only ever heard from one other game. So AMG, you're that's a really high bar that you're going to have to hit. If you claim that you're going to have to hit the really, really high bar that Zinvaded sets for you (laughs) claim that you want to make your game, the vibe of a Saturday morning cartoon. But I, I I think I know what they mean when like, you know, they they I don't know why they didn't just say they a movie, though, because like, yeah, if, if that's the vibe they're going for. Why didn't they just say, like, we want this game to feel like the the epic conclusion to a movie, like with the light, the the big lightsaber duel, the big showdown between the hair, the heroes. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know. You know, they wanted to feel like I, that made me also feel like it was going to feel kind of like Marvel Crisis Protocol, because that's what Crisis Protocol feels like to me when I play it. It's like I feel like I'm watching, you know, like Earth's Mightiest Heroes, like some cartoon where like all these heroes are together fighting these villains. And right. it's just a just a fun little episodical thing. Yeah, definitely. I don't even, I don't even watch Earth Mighty, or Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I just assumed that's what it <laughs> that's what it was like. <laughs> Yeah, I, and and again, we we know so little about the game right now, but it will get we will get more as time goes on, yep. and we will figure out where this is gonna fit in everything else. And in the meantime, we're just gonna have to enjoy Legion. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was gonna say, actually, if if nothing else, a I heard, I think it was last week that they said that they were going to, or maybe it was this week. Who cares? This is the time of recording. It'll be wrong anyway. Um, they said that they were going to start bringing their game streams back. Uh, we either weekly or biweekly. I don't know what the schedule will be on that, but they they said they're going to bring their game streams back. So you know that they're going to be showing off Shatterpoint. Oh, for sure. Like sometime soon, they have to be. Um, if nothing else, Paul, you and I are both going to Adepticon, and as it would turn out, so is Shatterpoint. Oh, we're we're demoing Shatterpoint. Oh yeah, I'm gonna For I'm sure. gonna I'm gonna play a character, and you're gonna play a character, and I'm and my character's gonna beat the crap out of your character. That that could happen. <laughs> you're like I'm hesitant to believe your story, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you do that before, so I'm hesitant to believe that. But okay. No, I'm I'm excited that I will obviously be going to Adepticon uh, and trying that one out um, and seeing how that goes. So I I'm excited. I'm excited that they'll be there. I'm excited to see what the game will be like, and it's more Star Wars. And Paul, it's be fun. <laughs> I was gonna say, here's my and, and we'll and we'll kind of close with this with this question. But like after the whole discussion being said, on a scale of uh, I'm not buying any of it to I'm buying all of it. Where are you on Shatterpoint? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. A- again, I'm looking at my wall of Legion shame <laughs> right now. Um, hey, but this I'm is fewer models. This question. Yes, it is fewer models, but it doesn't mean I'm going to paint them. 
<laughs> it's a smaller wall of shame. It's only a shelf of shame. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know much about the game right now, so it's really hard to make that decision. However, I feel like one being I'm not getting it at all and 10 being I'm buying every single thing that comes out. I'm probably closer to like an eight. Yeah. I think that's a comfortable uh, place to be at. I don't think that I'm going to be getting every single thing, but I would like to get, you know, my favorite characters in that. And we were kind of talking about like how you can do that with Marvel crisis protocol. where like, I have the game. I bought the core box and then I bought, you know, half a dozen to a dozen of my favorite characters, but there's still like, uh, I own, I feel like one eighth or maybe like one tenth of the amount of characters that are out there because they can just pump them out so fast that I'm like, but I'm, but I'm okay with that. Whereas everything I feel like I'm missing in Legion, I'm like, I'm missing that. I still need to get that. I don't have that yet. Like, I don't even yeah. play separate. I don't even play separatist, but I'm like, ah, oh, B2s, Magna Guards, the AAT, I'm missing those. Like I need to get those still. But with uh and and that's probably just a just a bad just a bad notion I shouldn't be doing. But yeah. with Marvel, I never felt that way. I was just like, you know, like I don't need I don't need this guy. I don't need this character I've never even heard of from the comics. You know, like I don't need this I I just want you know give me my Ant Man give me my Iron Man just give me just give me what I want and then everyone else go play the things they want. Yeah, I I think it will. And again, this is speculation, but I think it's going to lend itself to the people who are like, you know what, I like Ahsoka is one of my favorites. So my my list, and I don't know if these are all coming out or whatever, but like I'm going to have in my little skirmish list for Shatterpoint is going to be. Anakin, Ahsoka, Rex, and R2. Like, and that's Oh god, R2 spot. and Shatterpoint. Like, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like how how cool would that be just to have that, that awesome. little group of four who like you would always see in the Clone Wars cartoons, right? Like doing <gasps> stuff together and like oh. that's the kind of stuff that we're going to get to see with Shatterpoint, I think. Paul, I just got it. A lot of people happy. Paul, I just got it. What is it? I'm putting we're, Dice time exclusive. We're putting a cat. We're putting a patent on this. No, we're not. We can't put a patent on it. But dice time gave you this idea. If you didn't have it before, two uh, two v two events with Shatterpoint or four v fours with Shatterpoint. You just bring one character and then team up with your buddies and go against another team of buddies. I like it. That's oh, that sounds like so much fun. Oh yeah, just everyone controlling one character and just running yeah. around like yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm this person's Ahsoka, you know, this person's Rex, this person's Anakin. And then on the other side, you know, this person's playing Maul, this person's playing Dooku or, you know, and maybe this guy's like all the droids or something. Yeah, it'll like, be, that would, yeah, that sounds like so much fun. That's the thing. It's going to be it's just going to be different, right? It's going to be interesting. It's going to allow people to play some different stuff. It, it'll be it'll yeah. be exciting to see what they what they share with us in the next few months. So speaking of sharing in the next few months, Paul, one last little announcement that I'll make. I'm not going to say what they are, but we have two new Dice Time promos. I will say that they're not alt art cards. 
because we don't have new ones of those in, in the uh, we don't have new ones of those printing out just yet. But we do have two new uh, dice time promotional items that we can uh, do for you know giveaways, uh, donate to other like events that are doing giveaways of stuff. And uh, so, yeah, more reason for you to come and see us. Um, I won't say what they are yet because they're not in my hand. And I don't uh, I'm, I'm one of those people that likes to not get, make a whole bunch of promises before something's in my hand. So uh, I won't I'm say exactly intrigued. what they are. Yeah, exactly. So the uh, that that I think should wrap up everything that we were going to talk about today. I don't know about you. I want to go play Marvel Crisis Protocol now. How about you? Yeah, I just wish they uh, had Star Wars characters. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got an idea we could sell the AMG. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it was actually really funny timing because Paul, Paul, out of the blue, was just like, man, I want to play Marvel Crisis Protocol. And I was like, me too. You want to do that? Like, after, the sh- after we record the episode and we were like, yeah, sure. And then a day later, they announced Shatterpoint. Now it makes us <laughs> want to play it even more. Yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> So they want to suck us back in, huh? <laughs> They're afraid we're going to jump Legion ship and go play Crisis Protocol and never come back. Uh, I'm, I'm too invested in Legion to get out now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you all had a dice time in, uh, joining with us today. And uh, next month, we're going to be... Uh, I already know... Uh, one of our main topics, if not our main topic, is going to be the uh, the new heist scenario. The uh, uh, what? Oh, what's it? dynamic exit? Yeah, I, I lost it for a moment there. Because uh, we're going to be doing an event for that as of time of recording in a week. Um, we're going to do that at Atomic. So uh, the nineteenth, uh, Saturday the nineteenth, we're gonna we're gonna do that, and we will. Uh, and we will have an awesome dice time uh, doing dynamic exit. And we'll break down, you know, how that scenario is played, all the tips and everything you need to know about running your own game of it or running your own event of it. So uh, be on the lookout for that. It's not often that we know what we're going to talk about next month uh, as of the recording of the previous month. So uh, just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to to that event, that episode. So, yeah. See how that plays out. Well, until until next time, I hope you had a dice time listening with us today. Until until then, uh, I'm Ben Jetron. I'm Paul Watson. Go out and make today even better. Have a good night.